So guys, let's talk about the beauty of Jesus Christ. There's a scripture in Isaiah 33. It says, your eyes will see the king in his beauty. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty. And it's right after a little discourse on this man, Christ Jesus, him being the gospel itself. Your eyes, you will look upon the king, the one who rules in his beauty, the splendor and majesty of his attributes that attract us and pull us towards him. So I wanted to just uh, talk for a little bit about this man, Christ Jesus, who has won our hearts and is so beautiful to us that he renders us powerless. And we desire to, as, as Ruth Paxson said, he conquers our wills by melting our hearts. Oh, what a beautiful statement. Oh, and that he dissolves our ability to resist him just by seeing him as he is. So Jenna, what, what have you been seeing of the Lord recently in your, in your life? I mean, it goes along with just that, this beauty and simplicity of Jesus. I was just reading this morning in scripture and I just asked the Lord, like, what's on your heart today? Because sometimes we try and search our own heart and you're like, nope, I don't want to go down that road. But I asked <laughs> the Lord, like, what, what's on your heart? And this thing that he keeps bringing me back to is this friendship with God and uh. this simplicity and loving Jesus. Um, I was reading um, along the lines of friendship with God. Um, let me see. It is here on Psalms twenty five fourteen when it says, the Lord is a friend to those who fear him. Mm -hmm. And just the reverencing of the Lord brings us closer to friendship with him. <laughs> and I, I wrote down this morning, to pursue friendship is to pursue, the pursuit of friendship is the pursuit of his face, but to pursue favor is the pursuit of a place. Uh -huh. And so something that's really been on my heart lately is this, um, song that open my eyes lord i want to see jesus mm, reach out yeah. and touch him say that i love him yeah. and it's this when all else fades away the pursuit of jesus in his face keeps bringing me back to him that's like all i want when you've when you've held the things and you've seen the stuff at the end of the day you're like i want to simply love jesus yeah. so really just simplicity and loving jesus and letting everything else fade away and focusing on his beauty has been really the cry of my heart right now. It's amazing. It's That's funny that you brought that song out because it comes from Maranatha. Wow. And Maranatha is the, the whole movement that came out of the Jesus Revolution, which that movie was yeah. released this week. Oh yeah. my gosh. With Chuck Smith and all that. Wow. No, it's I, funny you say this. What's, went, what's happening? I went to go speak the other day and I put on this song. It was only two minutes long. It was that song and I had it on repeat over and over and over and I called my sister and I was like, you need to sing this to me. Like I need to hear it because it's so beautiful. And sometimes we get tripped up in these, these long, intense things, mm -hmm. which are beautiful to know him in depth, mm -hmm. but to get back to, can you just open my eyes and yeah. my ears? I want to see you and hear you. And that that's enough. Like there's nothing further than his feet. We don't graduate from his feet. Yeah, I, I went on a road trip um, like a year or two ago, like two states over. And I'm such a baby. And I started getting uh, altitude sickness. Did you? Because we were like slightly up on a hill. I've been in Florida my whole life. And John was calling me a baby. I was like, oh, my head, I feel sick. I was starting to get altitude sickness. And I just felt in my heart this feeling of like, may it be like that with you, Lord, that yeah. I can never lift my head off your feet, that it actually feels wrong to yeah, get yeah. any higher than where I am right yeah, now. That's beautiful. That's and that the deeper we go, the more simple it gets. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that the whole statement open 
-hmm. my eyes is almost a recognition of your inability to open yes. your own eyes. Yes. <laughs> like it's you not a see, striving. Yeah, it's not a striving. Yeah. Like, look, please, open. you got to open my eyes. Yeah. I can't yeah. love you without you. I can't want you without you. Yeah. That, don't you think that's one of the most beautiful things about that song? It is. We are unable just to sit and to long to gaze upon him. We can't open our own eyes and, and our works and our own abilities to say, can I please, please, what can I do to be good enough? <laughs> right. It is just this simple loving saying, open my eyes, not so that I can tell others my eyes have been opened, but so that I can truly see Jesus. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. the goal. See him in. You, you, you touched on friendship with God and you, you tied it together with fear according to the scriptures. Mm -hmm. How would you uh, make that uh, understandable for a person who has no idea what you're talking about yeah. when they say, I want to be a friend of God, but what do you mean by fearing him? Yeah, yeah not obviously not being afraid of God, being afraid to be without him. Yeah. is this longing to love him so much and this want for him, this full-on reverence of God saying this in itself will make me want him more. I had a scripture on, let me see, Psalms 116. 116? Mm -hmm, verse 6, and it says, The Lord preserves the simple. <laughs> when I was brought low, he saved me. And That'd it is these simple desires of saying, Bring me to friendship, bring me to simplicity, yeah. bring me to loving you. He actually preserves those that are after simplicity with him. Yes. Wow. <laughs> My gosh, these words, simplicity, friendship with God, seeing the beauty of the Lord, living at his feet. My goodness, it's just, I mean, how? what else is there to talk about, <laughs> right? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about what she's saying? Anything pop up in your head? Yeah, I was thinking about when you were talking about open my eyes because yeah. I've been going through Psalm 119 as slowly as I can because um, Thomas Manton, one of my favorite dead guys, um, he preached 190 sermons on the 119th Psalm. Wow. And so I've been trying to do one a day. So hopefully in a half a year I'll get there. But it says here in 18, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things from mm -hmm. your law. Wow. And so the psalmist knows there's wondrous things in the law. He just can't see them. And I think that's the crux. This whole psalm is like that. It says, incline my heart to your testimonies. I delight in your commandments, and but make me walk in them. So it's like he says, there's these wonderful things, and you're the highest good that I could ever want. And you are the apex of all goodness, love, and humility. But I can't get there. You need to pull me up. You need to come down, condescend to me, and then take me up with you. Because I have nothing. I can't do this. You give me this book, and I have no way of knowing how to do it. So make me walk in your precepts, for I delight in them. You know what I mean? It's this, it's this paradox almost of I love you, but I'm prone to wander. You know, the old hymn says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. But bind my wandering heart to thee. You know what I mean? It's this like I, 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 my inabilities are more than I can count. <laughs> but all of my inabilities are matched with your ability yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. for every hole that I have. Yeah. You're able to fill it yeah. for every, for every failure that I have, you have a door that opens me up to greater dependency. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's this, it's this, I don't know, happy rejection of yourself, mm. you know, to be swallowed up in the Lord. That's a beautiful way to say it. <laughs> Reminds me of the old Spurgeon quote. I have a great need for Christ. But I have a great Christ for my need. <laughs> you know, there's a phrase that Finney uh, said. I read his 
I tried to read his systematic theology when I first got born again. <laughs> I got through benevolence, I think, and that was I quit. But he, he kept using this term, and it's really in keeping with what we're talking about here. He, he called it divine illumination, mm. and that yeah. this is what is needed for the Bible. You just It's just words. It's just frustrating yeah. without divine illumination. Yes. And that's what I think is so attractive about even I want to see Jesus but I can't even see him. Yes. So Father, open my eyes to see the wonderful things in your law. Open my eyes to see the beauty of this man, Christ yes. Jesus, mm -hmm. yes. and make it be to such a degree that I can't even lift my head wow. without recognizing something is not right. I need you, yeah. you know, so bad. Yeah. Yes. But uh, so John, John, what what would you say the Lord's been saying to you? And then uh, Jen and I will listen to what you got to say and yeah. try to add some stuff. So it's, it's really interesting. We're talking about opening our eyes and seeing the Lord and all these things. I was reading John 6 yesterday. And, you know, it's the classic discourse of feeding the 5,000, but then also Christ is the bread of life. And mm -hmm. then he loses all of the, you know, half-hearted followers <laughs> because mm -hmm. they're just looking for bread instead of, you know, true life. And so, but it's interesting. He starts that John starts as saying, now the Passover, the feast of the Jews was near. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Jesus lifting up his eyes and seeing the large crowd. So the time had something to do with why Jesus was going to do what he did. I never saw that before. I saw that, you know, they had the Passover's coming, and it's almost as if Christ is saying, they're going to celebrate the exodus of Egypt. They're going to celebrate with eating of a lamb. Yes. So let, let's, what better way for them to see the lamb of God than the lamb of God feeding them right. with bread from heaven to typify or to culminate yeah. the type and shadow that yeah. was the exodus or manna from heaven or whatever. And it just hit me that they... That he says later on in verse 40, this is the will of my father, that everyone who beholds the son and believes in him will mm -hmm. have eternal life. And I myself will raise him up on the last day. And he continually says this. I will raise him up on the last day. I'll raise him up on the last day. <laughs> and it hit me. Oh, man. <laughs> it hit me so hard. There's no one that's this solid. Yeah. Stack up whoever you want. You want 10,000 Buddhas and 10,000 Muhammads? Put them, put them up on the scale. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> is this solid yeah. from eternity past. Yeah. Nobody is this saving. No, there's no one else. There's, whether it's 10,000 sunsets or 10,000 sunrises, there's no one more beautiful. There's no one who you can put your stake in, and he will do what he has said he will do. There's one king. There's one ruler, yeah. and he is reigning, and he is ruling, and he's a surety. Uh -huh. He's an absolute surety. I remember there's an old story. Uh, you probably remember this from Robert Murray McShane's diaries where he writes the letter to the, to the guy who's sick. He's on his deathbed, and he says, what do you think of this verse? And it's Song of Solomon 5 when it says his legs are as carved marble. Yeah, yeah. And the guy writes back to Robert Murray McShane, and he says, his legs are as carved marble because he can carry me through anything. Mm. And he's safe. He's safe. And it says, this is, this is who he is. He will perform the will of his father. Yes. He will perform his word. He, his will will be done. And nobody can stand against it. No one is able to resist him or say unto him, what are you doing? Yeah. The same one that puts the waters of the earth in a bag and walks the Marianas Trench for fun and hangs the stars and, 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 and sets up the galaxies all for his own enjoyment is the one yes. that has written my name on his chest and goes into the Holy of Holies and prays for me. <laughs> and he will see my salvation come to fruition all because 
he is that good and he is gracious yes. and he is kind yeah. and he's compassionate and he is rock solid. There's no one else. There's no one else. And even if, even if I fail, he is there patient and kind and he will sanctify me by his own truth. It's God. <laughs> it's not like it's Charles from Winn-Dixie. It's God almighty. It's the guy, the, the, the God who watched his favorite creation unravel themselves yeah. and God shed blood in the garden yes. and said, I'll cover you with animal skins. Yeah. But before you leave the garden, I'm going to testify and preach the gospel and I'm going to tell the serpent wow. that he'll be crushed one day. That's beautiful. What? It's, a, it's God. It's God. <laughs> God is doing this. Yeah. The Trinity has saved us. The Godhead has saved us. And they brought us into enjoyment with one another. <laughs> and there's one day where he's going to crack the sky open. Mm -hmm. And he's going to put his feet on the Mount of Olives. Praise God. I think it was the old Charles Wesley hymn where he says, you know, still in glory, his dazzling body bears the scars. And he's, it's, it's that picture of, I was, I was telling you before we started filming, Isaiah 60 says, I will beautify my sanctuary. I will beautify the place of my feet. He calls the church the place of his feet. I'd never seen it before. Wow. And I was like, this is, as much as it's, it's his beauty, it's also his rulership. Mm -hmm. This is where his feet are. He stands among us all, above everyone. Wow. And he makes the rules. And he's the same God that makes the rules and rules them with a rod of iron that opens his heart to us and says, come. Yes, wow. The... <laughs> You reminded me of, I was listening to Watson this morning. Uh, in, in the book, he talks about how God is our good. The nearness of God is my good. Yeah. I believe 73, Psalm 73. 73, 25, yeah. He says, the nearness of God is my good. He says, the reason why the nearness of God is your good is because he's the only thing that is good. <laughs> and so if you see him as good, then you realize that to be near him is good. But I also want to pull out one more thing from... You talked about the Passover is near mm -hmm. before Jesus breaks the bread. Yeah. He talked about the Passover is near. Yeah. He says the same thing in John uh, Matthew twenty six. Wow, that Jesus says, "You know, two days after, uh, you know, that after two days the Passover is coming." Wow, and yeah. then in verse twenty, he takes bread. Yeah, and he breaks wow. it. Wow. So you see, he has on his mind, as you were saying, yeah. "I am the great Lamb of God. Yes. Wow. I am the one who is broken for you. I am the one who's." Blood is shed for you, covers you, and you eat wow. and receive. What What are your thoughts, Jenna? I don't know. I I feel like I'm more mesmerized less by what you're saying and more intrigued by the why of what you're saying. It like I love the beauty yeah. that you're talking about yeah. Jesus, and I feel like in my heart sometimes we make things so complicated that we yeah. can't even gaze on His beauty. Yeah. But the thing is, is when you get to simplicity yeah. and you get to this beholding yeah. this wonderful rock solid man <laughs> that we have as a Christ and a God, then He gives us, like He reveals more of Himself to us. Yeah. Yes. So you could sit and talk about Him for days and days. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> I was just talking to my husband about how when I first started off uh, in teaching like 10 years ago, I loved the idea of God, but I didn't truly know him and I wasn't yeah. in love with him. So I would take the pulpit and I would read a scripture and then go off on so many sermon illustrations mm. and talk about my husband more than I would talk about Christ because I didn't know him and I didn't love him. Yeah. Wow. And there's this 
truly falling in love with the Lord that yeah. that you even ooze out. And once you're in love yeah. with the Lord, you can you can love someone, rebuke someone, yeah. you can correct someone, yeah. and it's like it's all done in this beautiful love that yeah. you you have in your heart. Absolutely. I I was reading in Genesis when it talks about how all the ways that because you're touching on Genesis, yeah, all the yeah. ways that God was instructing Adam what to do and not to do. And there's this picture of after God's instructions, then Eve was made. And I feel like in my heart, it was a picture of this is what happens when you don't get alone and hear it for yourself. When you are going off of someone else's relationship with the Lord, he was walking through the cool uh, of the day. He was so accessible and it could have yeah. been so easy to say, this is tempting, but he's right here. And yeah. I just need to hear it again. Yeah. I just need to get back in my closet. I just need to yeah. open back up my word and I yeah. have to know it and I have to hear it again. But instead it was so tempting because the the communion was so distant in that moment and the reality was what was right in front of her. Right. And so I think this beating heart that you have for Jesus that you're describing the word in is this this touching close proximity of this daily bread of yeah. this, I have to be with him. Yeah. Otherwise, like I'm not that great in my own strength. Yeah. He is great, but unless I'm with the greatest one of all, I'm yeah. I'm never gonna make it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a staying in love. It's yeah. like in a marriage, you yeah. it's your daily staying in love. Yeah. That's oh. what I thought of. That's so beautiful. I, it reminds me of 26, same chapter where this woman shows up. This this phrase jumped out at me today. We've all looked at this so many times. But in uh, the 26th chapter, Matthew, it says, a woman came to him. <laughs> that hit me so hard this morning. A woman came to him. And then she does this extravagant deed, and everybody's upset with her. Why wasn't this sold and the money given to the poor? And it just shows me her value of him was yeah. so high yeah. that even good deeds fell yeah. inferior to wow. this person that was that yeah. is there. And I think that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That what value place does Christ actually have yes. in our lives? Yes. Because if it's not trumping even good deeds, mm -hmm. then we're still too low. That's yeah. right. But to pour everything out upon him, as mm -hmm. as Martha Kilpatrick said, pour a part of it? No, all. Because he is all to me. Yes. yes. And it's everything. I give everything over yeah. to you, yeah. Lord. And I think that's that love sickness yeah. that is dependent mm -hmm. and desiring mm -hmm. of him that shifts the whole way a person lives and, and yeah. thinks. Yes. And it sounds like that's what, what you're even touching on with the yeah. simplicity, love. Yes. Yeah. I remember um, <laughs> a quote from John Wesley. It says, simplicity is loving intent upon Jesus alone, seeking no other person or thing. Okay. Simplicity is loving intent upon yeah. Jesus alone, seeking no other person or thing. I think that's the nailing all of that you're, that we're talking yeah. about, yeah. putting it all into one statement. Mm -hmm. yes. What do you think? I think it's wonderful. I think, uh, yeah, this is this is why we love him, because he's lovable. <laughs> You know, what Charles Wesley would call him adorable. Mm. He's able to be adored. Wow. You know, it's there's nothing else that's adorable. Mm -hmm. Everything that has beauty in this world has it because it pulls from the fountain. Yes. You know, wow. you look at the Grand Canyon and you're in awe because someone made it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You look at Mount Everest and you go, I can never climb that. And you're like, yeah, it's in his hand. Yeah. The breath of his nostrils, he would destroy a city. He would, you know what I mean? Like yeah. his, mm -hmm. his judgments are so far past finding out mm -hmm. as the prophets say and 
This is what pulls our attention to a 30,000 foot view of God. And then you look at, it's like, I think Richard Sib said in the Bruce Reed, when you look at what he can break, it's a, it's a wonder to see what he does not break. Mm. Mm. And so when he sees, when you look at how big God is, then you look at, he looks at someone who's flailing in their faith mm-hmm. and he pulls them close to himself. Mm-hmm. That ruins, that melts people, like yeah. you said. Yeah. It's, and that's, so to pull that together, yes, it is love, right? It's the culmination of the law mm-hmm. and the yeah. prophets. It hangs on it. Yeah. To not to not love him is to is is the first red flag in the removal of your lampstand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's that's how the ball gets rolling. Yeah. If you do not repent and do the things you did at first. At it in post. <laughs> but you know what i mean it's like it's it's that jesus commends them yeah he says this one thing i have against you but that one thing he had against them is everything is everything yeah and uh and he invites us into that love too absolutely we see that in songs of solomon with the shulamite when he invites her it says i will go to the mountaintop with you the mountain of suffering love the hills of burning incense (laughs) i will be your bride but he beckons her wanting her to come and so sometimes we look at this awe and love of Jesus, and we can actually look at people who are weeping in the presence of Jesus who are talking about him, and you're like, I don't feel that. I actually look at my Bible, and it's intimidating to me. I I want to learn about him and sit in prayer, but actual peace gives me anxiety because I don't even know how to approach him. But scripture says he's actually inviting us in. He's not waiting for us to show up and say, if you're there, then I'll come. He's yeah. already waiting. He's yeah. at the door knocking yeah. with dew in his hair. Yeah. And so sometimes <laughs> there's this chasm that we create in our own mind yes. between mm. us and Jesus that we say we can't approach him because it's been so long that right. he yeah. hasn't even left. Yeah. And so that's yeah. this invitation of this love that you're talking yeah. about. It's not far away. Yes, yeah. It's been here the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. It's wow. <laughs> really good. I, I pulled this quote <clears throat> from talking about what we're talking about feeling Mm -hmm. it says here that uh wesley's john wesley's quest for felt christian experience Mm -hmm. dominated his personal life yeah it says while he knew that love is not all feeling he believed there's no true love without feeling Mm -hmm. and in this sense feeling had the highest place in his aspirations Mm -hmm. he writes i see abundantly more than i feel Mm -hmm. i want to feel more Mm -hmm. zeal and love for jesus I feel more want of heat than light. I value light, but it is nothing compared to loving Jesus. Lord, do thou turn me into all love and all my love into obedience and let my obedience be without interruption. For Wesley, a person who has known Christ and the Holy Spirit will never be content with a cold heart. And then he puts his poem down by his brother. (laughs) O thou who camest from above, the pure celestial fire to impart, kindle a flame of sacred love on the mean altar of my heart. Mm. There let it to thy glory burn with inextinguishable blaze and trembling to its source return in humble love and fervent praise. (laughs) I thought that would fit perfect with what you're saying. (laughs) Praise Mm. God. Isn't it funny how 
God does all these things. Yes. I mean, can you think back to a time when you made yourself love Jesus? No. You probably didn't find it. You no. search your whole history. You didn't. It happened to you. Yes, yes. You know, you yes. begin to see him as he in fact is in the gospel. The spirit makes you believe it. And then all of a sudden the love of God is shed abroad in your heart yes. by the Holy Spirit. Not just love God's love for you, but as Andrew Murray said, the love with which God has loved me yes. is the same love with which I love God mm -hmm. and the same love with which I love my brother. Yes. Which shows all three of them flow <laughs> from the same fount. Yes. And so you see him as he is in the gospel and you say, well, you're so beautiful. Lord, I can't believe this is your character and I love you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it causes that that bursting on the inside, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what is absolutely. that? What's that one quote from um, Thomas Brooks and Spurgeon? He comments on it. He says, "You can't chisel an oh, iceberg. Yeah, 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 you can't yeah. chisel an iceberg into a river. Into a river no. But if you take it and let it bask in his beams, it will turn into streams. Yeah. Wow. Just like you can't make yourself love no. Jesus, but if you'll bask in his beams, mm. the beams of his gospel, wow. you'll turn nice. into streams. Yeah, I wow. think yes." Well, yeah, I think that's, that's I think that's why the Shulamite says, "Draw me, mm -hmm. and we will run after you." Yeah, yeah. I'm not the initiator here. Yeah, you got to do. <clears> By this we know, right? First John four nineteen. Mm -hmm. Not that we have loved God, but He first loved us. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's this. He's the one pulling our heartstrings. Yes. Mm -hmm. That are dead. He makes our heart of stone, a heart of flesh. Yes. Mm -hmm. He opens the eyes of our heart and points them towards Calvary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, yeah, I, I, you can't, you can't get away from that. And I think that's why I remember I wrote this down in my journal this morning because I felt so alive. I, I'm there's times where I'm in the closet sometimes, and I'll be like, "Why do I not come in here all the time? I'm like, what? What else am I doing? It's yeah. so important. Yeah. Like what? This is wonderful. What am I doing? Anyway, but, <laughs> but I was sitting in there and I was, I, I wrote down my journal. I can always tell whose merit I'm in here because of. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm in here because of my self-righteousness, mm -hmm. I feel like a corpse. Mm. I feel like I'm just sitting on the floor. Yeah. But when I recognize the gospel and remember it, yeah. and I see his hand come through the latch opening mm -hmm. and he reminds me, of what he has done, yeah. of who he is, mm -hmm. of what he will do, yeah. how 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 absolutely perfect he actually is. Yeah. It rem I remember that I've been brought near by yeah. his blood, wow. and then my heart is warm, wow. and I feel alive again. I feel mm -hmm. rescued. I feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. But I think it was it was such a uh, a poignant moment for me. I was like, I can always tell. By whose merit I'm in here on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like people switch sometimes because yeah. they do well or they're doing mm -hmm. a really good job and they're in there five days in a row. <laughs> you have to preach then, a message. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so you get into the routine. Yeah. And you know where you're gonna go, you know what you're studying, you know what you're reading, you know what you read all the time, you know what music you're gonna have in the background, yeah. um, and all that stuff. And I feel like you you can slip into mm -hmm. I'm here. Because I'm, yes. and you're here because mm -hmm. I'm doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Totally. Not yeah. you're here. Please. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. yeah. Slipping into routine is slipping yeah. out of reverence. Yeah, it's really so, good. so true. <laughs> so good. I remember Pirtle said to me one time, he's a friend of ours. Uh, I love you, Brian. He's, he's steeped in God. He said, you can't even 
put confidence in your history with God when you go be with God. Mm -hmm. It's so only true. because of Christ. Yes. Not so because true. you did great. Mm -hmm. Not because you haven't done a certain sin in a while. Mm -hmm. Not because, no, it's only and always will only be mm -hmm. because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, but on the on the satisfaction or the, uh, the being alone with God, mm -hmm. and I, I wrote this quote down one time. I, I love it so much. It says, um, when satisfaction is irrelevant in prayer, mm -hmm. we know by this practice has eclipsed a person. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because if it's about a person, then this is what you want, is to be with that person. But if it's about a practice, it doesn't matter if he's there. You got it done. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No, that's beautiful. You guys, uh, the only quote that's coming in my head, you guys are naming so many amazing dead people, <laughs> is there's a quote by Corey Ten Boom where she says, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Mm. And I feel like it is this thing of yes. if we can just say it's not by us, it's not by what we bring, just yeah. show up, just be there. Sometimes we have this chasm of I can't be with Jesus because, because. I'm afraid of what he's going to say to me. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the Shulamite, his first words were words of loving and encouraging and edifying. That's yeah. all he wants is to love yeah. you and teach you how to love him. Yeah. Like it is, it's an open invitation to love him and it's easy to love yes. him. There's something that moved me in Song of Solomon when I was going through it. We, we have talked to this on trips before um, that every time she lost him, mm -hmm. there's no rebuke. Yeah. In the Song of Solomon, yeah. he says, "Come away." Mm -hmm. And so I remember. I think you said it once. The same thing you do in the time of victory, the same thing you do in the time of defeat, mm -hmm. is you come away. You just be with him. There's, yeah. no, <laughs> there's, there is a one fixed point, yeah, and it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, is the whether you're a a a wretched, unregenerate sinner, or you are the most sanctified saint. Mm -hmm. There's one fixed dispensary yeah. Yeah. of God's grace. Yeah, Christ, and it's yeah. His Son. Um, of his fullness, we have all received yes. grace upon grace. Yes. You know, I, this is a perfect time for Dane Orland's quote, which I love so oh. much. He says, the things about you that make you cringe most make him hug you tightest. Wow. And, wow. you know, it's so funny. At the end of that great book, Gentle and Lowly, it goes through the whole nature of Jesus and makes you just want to throw yourself yes. upon this one yes. that's so trustworthy yes. and so kind yes. and so willing to walk you through another quote in the book he says god doesn't just meet you in your need he lives there mm -hmm. <laughs> and so you just stay needy. but at the end of it he says this he says you may be asking yourself how do i apply all of these things mm -hmm. to my life and then he says well when you take an eskimo to florida you, he, he, he doesn't open up the screen door walk out and say how do i apply the sun to my life yeah. <laughs> you just go and receive yes. you yes. go and open up and you say here i am lord yeah. i receive this great gospel yeah. i yes. believe this great gospel yes so you would say that someone who's not in this burning lovesick stage this chasm where you say how do i enter in you just say mm. just step in and he'll meet you oh, wow. is that what you would say uh i i would say that if the way you step in mm -hmm is you have to, in my opinion, mm -hmm. you have to gaze upon the gospel mm -hmm. because there is, that's how he's seen. It's almost as if the gospel is the forming of the image of Jesus in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And yes. faith gives me an eyeball to see that. Mm -hmm. yes. So as I look upon the gospel, then I see what Jesus is really like. Otherwise, yeah. I just create cool figments of my imagination and remember what I can about what I was taught. Right. Yeah. But yeah. to look at the gospel and see the aspects of what yeah. he's like mm -hmm. to do this extravagant love, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. I love him because mm -hmm. right. I, he first loved me. Not because somebody told me yes. that he loves me, because I see it in the yeah. gospel. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I think... Well, I would, I would just say, mm -hmm. if a person wants to fall in love with Jesus, stare at the gospel mm -hmm. and let that break your stony heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And then your heart will automatically yes. begin to love the Lord. Wouldn't you say that's how it happened with you? Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> not deconstructing the word to apply to me, but reconstructing my life to apply to the word. <laughs> like how can yeah. how can I Yeah. Just like I would say that even when I was sick, I would read the scriptures and I would find healing in the scriptures. Wow. I think we talked about that before that I didn't even know Songs of Solomon was a book. And there is an amazing fiery lady that told me to read it. And she yeah. said, if you can just understand who Christ is and how he actually views you, wow. yes. you'll actually step into healing. And it was in reading of the scriptures and applying the scriptures to my life and meditating on the word. Because yeah. I was like, I can raise my hands, I can worship, but I don't even know who I'm talking to <laughs> yeah, in the room. Fantastic. So to sit wow. and just like you said, to actually know who he yeah. is, births something inside of you yeah. where it lights a fire. And then you kindle that with adoration and love yeah. and worship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. It's, and again, I think it's important to make a distinction. When we say the gospel, we're not talking about <laughs> Matthew 26 and 27. Right. We're talking about all 66 books yeah, yeah. from Genesis 3 to Revelation 21. We're, mm-hmm. we're talking about the, 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 the Bible. Mm-hmm. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ saved people in the Old Testament the same way he saves them in the New. Mm-hmm. It's faith in his person. Yeah. It is God saving his people mm-hmm. again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's important to make that distinction because so many people think they make a distinction between the gospel and the kingdom. There's the, like this strange kind of, you know what right, I mean? Like yeah. this strange, like, well, Jesus, how did he preach the gospel? If he was, he's not crucified, he's just walking around Galilee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's, I, here yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm the, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's, totally. What's the gospel? Jesus going, here I am. Yeah. You've been waiting for me. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah. You know what I mean? This kind of thing. Don't you and remember s- when Bible thumpers used to be a bad thing? It was like, don't thump your Bibles. Stop talking about the word of God. And then we saw where that led us. And it's like, we need a generation thumping the Bible again. Because it is thumping. It is alive and yeah. well and living. And we, like you said, we need yeah. the whole thing. Whole the whole yes. thing speaks yes. of Jesus. Absolutely. You, you say this. I remember I said to Gladstone, he was going to do my mentoring group. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you want me to do? I said, just can you, can you just preach the gospel? Mm-hmm. Then he's like, Eric, but what part? I'm like, no, no, just preach the gospel. He goes, he, this entire, the gospel begins in Genesis. Yeah. And yeah. it ends in the whole, this is yeah. the gospel. Yeah. yeah, It's like this, the gospel isn't a part of this. Yes. Book. Yes. This is the whole good news. Yeah. In 100. the beginning. In the- oh, he made the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Only he's capable of that. Oh, it starts from there. Totally. Yes. Yeah. I, I told Zach, uh, yeah. my daughter's boyfriend, I was mm-hmm. like, let me, let me help you understand what the New Testament is. Mm-hmm. He loves Marvel. Mm-hmm. He knows all the movies. Mm-hmm. And so I said, did you watch Captain America? He says, yeah. I said, did you watch? You know, I go through each one of them. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, I watched them all. And I said, how insignificant would Endgame be mm-hmm. to you? The last movie. It wasn't Endgame's last one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like, what, what, if that's the last, well, how in, in, insignificant would that be if you didn't know all the stories yeah, yeah. that Captain America and, and Iron Man don't like each other at times? Yeah. How, mm-hmm. like, like the Hulk is now different. You know, like, well, mm-hmm. how come this doesn't, it won't make any sense to you right. unless you have the hit. So I said, the Old Testament sets you up for the end game mm-hmm. where everything comes together and there's a climactic exaltation yeah. of this man, mm-hmm. yeah. Christ Jesus. But well, it doesn't mean much to you have you not a foundation laid. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think what, what you just said is so, it's absolutely important. You're not going to value it if you don't understand it. Like I remember when we were in Bible college, they were like, if you don't understand Leviticus, Hebrews isn't going to make much sense to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I start, I start to read Leviticus and I go to Hebrews and I'm like, that's a good point. <laughs> or like if you read the gospel of John, you don't understand that he's mirroring 
yeah. Genesis. Yeah. Or if you read Revelation, he pulls a lot from Isaiah and the right. day of vengeance and all this, thing, all these things that are going on. Mm-hmm. If you're not aware mm-hmm. of what's going on, you're gonna you're gonna miss this. And I think it's important. And I think the same applies to the gospel. Yeah. So many times we think the gospel is, hey man, Jesus loves you. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah. It's not the gospel, yeah. right? That's one folder yeah that opens up to seven million folders right yeah, exactly <laughs> like exactly right and i think and thomas thomas watson said till sin be bitter christ be not sweet <laughs> and so i think again if if people are going to understand the severity of the gospel and the loving kindness of the gospel mm-hmm. uh, while we were without strength yes, christ oh, died for the ungodly man those words hit all of us Mm -hmm. like a hot knife through butter because we understand our state prior to Mm -hmm. understanding that Christ died for the ungodly. You know what I mean? It's that it's, it's almost like we hold ourselves, we hold a mirror up to ourselves and we say, Lord, show me who, who I was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show me my, my helpless estate that you condescended to. Yes. And then turn the mirror around. Yeah, totally. And show me Christ. And the spirit glorifies the Lord. And then we go, look at the difference between two of us. So this is, this removes the idea of works, right? Like this removes the, the hurdle of trying to do things on your own because you, you never have done what you wanted to do. Truly. Mm -hmm. You, the, the, the misery of our life is that we're never satisfied, always wanting more, drinking iniquity like water and never, never quenching the thirst. Mm -hmm. But what God has done, mm. <laughs> so perfect yeah. and so other than, it causes us to go, I'm never going to take the reins back for myself. Yeah. I'm never going to lead my own life. Mm-hmm. Lead my own life? <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. It's not possible. <laughs> only he can do what he has done. Right? Yeah. And only he can do it as perfectly as, as, as he can. I think Horatius Bonner said in his book, The Everlasting Righteousness, when Christ was on the earth, God had never been loved so perfectly mm. and so, so particularly by, by Christ, by, yeah. by Christ, yeah. when Christ is in his incarnation, yeah. his father had never been loved this way. Mm. All the patriarchs have their failures and their quirks, but Christ has done everything perfectly for 33 and a half years. Mm. And even in his death, burial, resurrection and ascension, perfect. Man, beautiful, man. So beautiful. What a gospel. It wins my heart every time. Yes. Yeah. Anything else you guys feel? No. Just no. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can go forever on talking about him. I think we talk like this when there's not a mic in our face. So yeah. There's no stopping That's, talking about him. You just true. have to yeah. click the camera on or off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we Why don't we all take turns praying? Yeah. We'll pray for those that are watching, yeah. those that are excited about what we're talking about, yeah. and those that have no idea yeah. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those that are watching that just stumbled on the channel, <clears throat> those that are watching on purpose because they mm-hmm. saw the title and they're like, yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just all, all three of us take I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Then we'll go yeah. to you and then John, you close us out. Yeah, sure. Cool? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or no, no, let's do it like this. I'll go and then you go and then Jen will close us. Okay. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's probably better. <laughs> Father... <laughs> Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ and that we, by the Spirit, behold the King in his beauty and he wins our affections. 
He wins our allegiance and our love just by virtue of the fact that there is none as lovely mm. as him. So we gladly bow our knees fresh to you. And Lord, we ask that whoever's watching and does not understand these things that we're talking about, we pray that the illumination will come upon them so that they can see the gospel and see the character and nature of this man, Christ Jesus, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. My yes. goodness, we beg you as ambassadors of Christ, be reconciled to God. He yes. made him who knew no sin mm -hmm. to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. We thank you, Lord. Lord, for every person who is excited about the gospel, make them even more so. Yeah. Fan the flame into a uncontrollable fire. Fan the flame, Lord. Fan the flame, Lord. Let them be touched again and again and again by your spirit. Let them be rescued again and again and again by the gospel. Let them remember the gospel. Yeah. And Lord, if there's any Christians that are languishing, that are in the middle of the road, riding the fence, just kind of going through life, going through the motions, Lord, I pray you would condescend to them again. You would remind them. You'd reach your hand through the latch opening and they would see your nail-pierced hands. They would see your works. They would see the wonders. They would be reminded of when you healed them. They would be reminded of when you spoke to them. They would be reminded yeah. of the beauties and the glories and the, the absolute perfections of your person, your nature, your work, yeah. your voice, your face. Yeah. Lord, I pray that Every Christian hearing this would speak this way of your charms, yeah. of your blood, of your kingship, of your lordship, of your, of your dominion, of your kingdom. Lord, I pray that they would truly, truly fall in deeper, yeah. that you would make them invincible in the gospel walking upon the waters of every trial and tribulation and all kinds of issues. Lord, I pray they would live above it. Yeah. They would live Thank above you. it in the gospel. They would live above it in your presence. Yeah. Swallow them by divine love. Warm their hearts with the burning wine of your love. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And do this, I pray. Holy yes. Ghost, do this, I pray. In Jesus' name, to the glory of God the Father. Yeah. Thank you. Do this, my God. We just thank you, Jesus. We ask you, Lord, for everyone watching, let this just birth a fresh hunger and a drive, yes. Yes. A, a new fiery flame in their hearts yes. that have grown cold to you, Lord. Open our eyes and yes. let us see Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Let us see the beauty of who you are. Let yes. us see the magnitude of who you are, Jesus. Let us not be content with loving you yes. through someone else or through a screen, but I pray, Jesus, that this truly stirs the waters in us, that it, it draws us back into you, whom Scripture says is a pool of refreshing, Lord. Yes, Let us be yes. refreshed, yeah. that everyone watching and everyone listening, Lord, that they go home and just like 
when your presence rested in Obadidam's house, Lord, that <laughs> there's this presence and this favor and this fullness. And it, it, I would say the, the phrase, the buck stops here, <laughs> that this inconsistency mm, in yeah. loving you, let this flame be a fire that burns the rest of our days. And yes. we thank you, Jesus. Yes. In your name we say amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Praise God.